The Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, and the New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Not sign. But if you sign up today, uh, bet $100, get $100 free bet at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash winbet at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash winbet, W-A-N-N-B-T. Now play the techno music for me, the bottom line bombs, round two. We are here. Again, C.J. Sullivan with the Bottom Line Bombs, the NFL contest picks for Week 12 circa. This is round two. Twice round two. I did a Thanksgiving Day show earlier in the week just for the Thanksgiving Day games. They weren't official contest picks, but they were fun. It was a fun episode to do, so I'm going to sneak this one in here and get five other games. This is also take two of me doing this because I'm in my own box at home here in Los Angeles because the studio box is closed right now. I want to get this in before Saturday. And, um, you know, holidays and all that. Also, my first recording uh, went out on me halfway through my own studio because uh, of my laptop that I'm recording in. I didn't have the power cord in. And I'm at the point now I have this MacBook Air. Um, it needs a new battery. And if you ever looked up how to, you know, prices for a new battery on a computer what 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 are, what are these things jesus christ i might you might as well get a new computer it's not worth it like <laughs> 600 dollars for a battery like what um and now i mean it, this thing is so fragile it can't it can't last 5 minutes without a cord in it but it says 100% you know or 99% it doesn't go down then it just goes out it's like driving a car with your uh, fuel gauge broken you're just rolling the dice all right i guess i just got to fill it up every three days because who knows what's going to happen out there anyway luckily i wasn't too far into it and it was probably bad shit anyway <laughs> i was rambling about who knows because uh i mean i could always take always take always get another take always retake retake anyway we are the bottom line bomb we are me me and you me and you are the bottom line bombs which is the nfl contest picks i do five picks against the spread for the week contest we'll get into that we gave out three thanksgiving day plays they weren't official ones they went two and one hopefully you tailed them one had a good win had a good day we lost buffalo early on they did not cover um but they did win they might not be as good as they as uh well they're certainly not as good as when they started out but we'll see how those lines adjust um we won the Giants backdoor covering. That was great. That was that was that was the highlight of Thanksgiving by far. And we got lucky with the Vikings. I'm I don't I don't think we got lucky with the Giants. That's gambling. Backdoor covering is not a bad beat. That's what ga- that's what that's what Thanksgiving Day is all about. That's what gambling is all about. When your team has no chance to, to win, but they're driving. They're driving on the last minute. And people are confused. Why are you watching? What are they doing? Why are they even trying this? The game's over. No, their game's over. Mine is not. Mine is just beginning. And they went to go cover the spread, which they did. They were getting 10. They were down by 15 or whatever. They marched down a field, and they lost like gentlemen. Although, once they scored a touchdown, I'm like, don't onside. Just, just squib, whatever. But just go down, lose like gentlemen. And they did, and they covered it. That was great. That's how you draw a line at Thanksgiving Day party. Why are you watching this? It doesn't matter. Oh, it matters. You don't matter. This matters. Great backdoor cover. Um, like I said, that is justice. That's not luck. Vikings was luck. <laughs> that was luck. They shouldn't have beat New England, even though they won by a touchdown. They got some retro calls in that game just to, to make the script right. I mean, that's how, that's how fucking fixed that seemed. That Hunter Henry touchdown got called back because it wasn't a catch. It was obviously a catch. I thought we were past. I mean, I thought we were past that thing in the NFL where is this a catch or not a catch? Where it's obviously a catch and they ruled in because he didn't survive the ground and all that shit. We were past that. And I'm like, yeah, let's bring it back. It's fun. You know, they'll, they'll never see it. They'll never. See- they, they, honestly, we didn't know that was still a thing. Like, oh, really? You can still can still do that? They're over. They're reviewing. Why are they reviewing this? Oh, they can still be jerks about this, and they were. They made. And they, they, I can't believe they did, and they did. And then, they, and then to top it off, at the end, they gave him a roughing the punter call. What? 
That's a throwback. That hasn't been done in the eighties. The refs, the refs were feeling themselves then. They're like, <laughs> watch this. I'm gonna call a clipping call after this. Roughing the punter. What? We don't care about punters anymore. Now they host podcasts and make hundred million dollars. Punters. <laughs> Pat McAfee. Good for him. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was so the Vikings. I consider lucky. The Giants not. So anyway, we went two and one. It was a good Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I mean, everything tasted better after the Giants covered there, for sure. Uh, speaking of which, I did go out to Santa Clarita for the Friendsgiving out at Erica Casas, which I've mentioned here before in the Bottom Line Bombs. He's a friend of the show, friend of everything, and uh, very funny man. Um, he hosted a great Thanksgiving, cooked all the food was good. I want to say, how was the food? Food was great. What are you talking about? Food's always good. The food is always good at Thanksgiving. Even if it's bad, there's a ton of food. It's not going to be bad. So much food they make you take at home. Everyone brings food. And as I mentioned the Thanksgiving Day podcast, I volunteered to make cream spinach. And as soon as I did, I regretted it immediately. I'm like, why, I'm like, well, why did I do this? And then the other day, I was Googling. I'm not lying. Before I Googled recipes, I Googled, how do I fake my own death? Can I fake my own death and live in Mexico? If you put how do you fake your own death in Google, like look at the top eight entries. It's pretty, they're pretty funny. One's like... How do I fake, fake my own death in the morning? Don't really want to do it tonight. Need to get shit canned. Um, in Mexico. I like how we just think Mexico is just going to be this clean slate of come on down, bandits. Come on down when you want to live between the cracks. We, we won't say a damn word. You think, you think what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? No. They'll find you in Vegas. They won't find you in Mexico. In old Mexico. Shout out to them for a nil-nil tie. We'll get to that in the bottom line. Bomb. Man in the box segment. We're going to do five more five games for week 12. Um, now that we got the Thanksgiving games behind us, we're going to officially enter them in a circuit contest. And I'll do a man in the box segment. Now, the bottom line bombs itself for the contest, you can follow along online, have not been doing well. It started out great. Um... Which is okay. The, 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 the payout for these contest prizes, if you're following along, it's a season-long thing. Um, the top prize is like, you know, millions of dollars. It's like, oh, we're not going to win that. We're not going to get in the top 100. We're not going to get any of that shit. It's impossible. <laughs> these guys are, you guys are hitting like 80%. I don't know how the fuck they're doing it. Um, but they also pay quarterlies. So we do have a chance at that. Which, uh, they start their quarterlies. They have a weird system. I think in two weeks. So... Yeah, because it's 1 through 4, then 5 through 9, then 10, 11, 12, 13. So this is two more weeks of quarterly. We're not going to win the top prize there. But listen to this, fans. As you've, If you've been tailing the last couple weeks, you know we're doing terrible. I mean bad. 2 and 8 bad the last two weeks. Back-to-back uh, -back 1 and 4 weeks with the bottom line bombs. That is not good. But it has a chance of being good. Listen to this. The circuit gives out what they call a booby prize, and that is if you come in dead last place. I think I may even go two, first and second of last place for the quarter. So, quarter meaning four week spans, and this week span is week ten, week eleven, week twelve, week thirteen. So week ten we went one and four, week eleven we went one and four. Now, I mean, I'm thinking, <laughs> what the fuck? If we can, if we can pull out. If we can pull out an zero and ten these next two weeks, we got a real shot at this. What's amazing is if you look at the standings, there's still like 40 or 50 people above above us on the bottom of the record, meaning below us. <laughs> it's kind of like a, kind of a golf score. The, the worse, the better. So it's not going to be easy. There's a lot of people. So And also, what's your strategy? Now, I wish I didn't know this because now the strategy is I want to lose. So do I try to pick losers? But no, but, been, but that's what I've been picking losers naturally anyway. So do I pick winners and then make them losers? Who knows? All I know is I'm not good. These things are not good. I'm in the spell. Some of them have been bad luck. Some of them, like, I've, you know, I've made that segment. That's all for what it took for us. But last week, last week wasn't bad beats at all. They were just fucking straight up bombs. Not in the bottom line bomb way. Just disasters. Just blown out fucking not even close. Browns, Miami. What the hell was I thinking there? They were, Miami was just having, <laughs> having a goddamn spring break party. So, what we're going to do, we're just going to pick some of the worst games out there, I think, and just see what happens. Go either way. Just look for, I'm just going to look for some bad angles. And hopefully, we'll, we'll get some money. I mean, I'm talking 25K for, for booby prize. So, that'd be fun. Um, we're going to do that. 
uh, we'll do, like I said, we'll have a man in the box segment about the World Cup at the end of the show. I'm also going to do, and we'll, do, we'll get right into the five, uh, five uh, bottom line bombs for week 14. Um, unfortunately, we're probably going to start winning. Either way, when the new quarter starts up in two weeks, I'm, we're going to be locked, laser focused, focused, and hit some absolute banks. But anyway, let me take a quick break, and we'll uh, add read break. That you're gonna find. I, I, I also learned that you're not supposed to say we're gonna take a quick break. That's how. That's a radio uh, thing. You do the ad reads like it's part of the show, like it's just part of like how I naturally feel about things. Like this is like, yeah, I want to break down the Jets, but first let me tell you about WinBet. You know, like uh, like it's part of my life. Like like I've been naturally talking to my friends like that. Hey, did I mention you about WinBet? Uh, over Thanksgiving, I bring that up over Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, you just ready to win money and bo- you ready to win money and boost your odds? Probably are, right? I, I see you, I see you, and uh, Janet going for that more sweet potato casserole. Well, let me tell you, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. So those are all pretty much red states, except for New York and Jersey. Um, we're bringing excitement to Win Vegas to online sports betting casino play. I saw a Seinfeld in there. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Rewards win bet. So be on the lookout. Uh, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash win bet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play throughout win bet is available. If you are... Or someone you know has a gambling problem, and you do, you call 1-800-522-4700. You hear me? I'm talking to you. I wonder what happens when they, you do call them. I should call them. That was an old Drew Carey bit. He would say, he said, because uh, they have those gambling problem hotlines all in the casinos. Too. Like, yeah, I got a gambling problem. I got a, I got a three showing, and the, the dealer's got a, a two. I got a 13, and the dealer's got a two showing on blackjack. What should I do? Should I hit or stay? That's a gambling problem. Yeah, Drew Carey. His, his book, uh, Dirty Jokes and Beer, is not bad. I listened to it on tape one time as I was driving to um, Duquesne from Philadelphia. It's a horrible drive through the state of Pennsylvania if you ever do that. Pennsylvania and Ohio and Indiana, actually. Philly to Chicago is just a fucking brutal drive. There's nothing... Anyway, let's get going here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Bottom line bombs. Um, okay. Hold on. Sorry, I'm just... Uh, I'm getting stuff shot from the uh, wingman himself. Oh, is there new ad reads? There's new ad reads as I'm actually reading it. Hilarious. Whatever. We'll get to that later. Let's get to the first game. That is Jets-Bears. In this line, is a big one. Jets minus four and a half for the circuit contest. It's actually at six now if you're betting it on your with your bookie. But if we're doing the contest, which we will be doing. Um, then you're only laying four and a half. And why, is this, why did it go from four and a half to six? Well, there's Justin Fields talk. But even funnier, Zach Wilson talk. That's what I love. Let me get the... Fuck, I did have notes on this, too. Do I really pause this thing and make notes? This would be the funniest thing ever. Hold, like, hold on there, listeners. I need. I don't have anyone in here to go get my notes. I'll make them up as I go, right? I'd, I know what I wrote down. God, I, how can I be unprepared for a show that I'm doing in my own fucking apartment? My own box, if you will. So... This is my funniest. This is the funniest game of the week for sure. You had uh, Zach Wilson being benched for Mike White because everyone was mad at Zach Wilson for saying he didn't let the team down. <laughs> Last week, the Patriots and Jets played in a miserable game. It was three to fucking three. It was in horrible conditions. Both offenses were terrible, and the Patriots won on a walk-off punt return to cover. By the way, a very that was a bad. That was an official bad beat. Um, so that happened, and then afterwards, the the, the media the media asked me a question. Goes, do you feel like you let your team down, Zach? They treat him like he's this little fucking because he's a you know they 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 hate they don't like Zach Wilson because he's a rich kid. They say 
And he has, you know, he says good-looking mom's friends, and he has sex with his mom's friends and all that. So, so Zach, did you learn anything out there? Did you let your team down? And he said, no, no, I didn't. No, the conditions were bad. He didn't take accountability. That's that's what's all fucking ESPN and everyone talked about in the in the press all week long. That's what they need. That's that's why they ask those questions to get an answer like that, so they have content for the week. And they did that even worse in his performance was how he handled it. They didn't <laughs> how he handled that. They show some interview other like uh, literally that game like like. Five minutes later, where he's like, yeah, I was bad, whatever. But that didn't come out. That one did. Yeah, it's a bad look, but who cares? He's frustrated. So what? He's emotional after the game. I'm sure he takes accountability. He wasn't in the locker room. And he had to apologize to his team and all that shit. And losing the locker room. They didn't ask Mac Jones if he let the team down. He only scored three points. They both scored three points. No, because Mac Jones is a Southern gentleman, and he knows accountability. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. So then they, so now they bench. Now they should. I'm not saying they shouldn't have benched him. Fuck it, bench him. He's not good. That that's a reason to not bench him. But that's not why they're doing it. They're benching him because he because he's not mature. He's a boy. He's a rich boy. People were saying that shit on ESPN. He's never had to be accountable because he was rich. Like, what are you fucking talking about? It's a football player out there. I mean, like, 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 like other football players have had. Oh my God, there's there these jocks. Yeah, everything's been given to you as well. No matter what your conditions were, you've always been told you're a fucking god. And uh, yeah, things are going not going great for him. So they bench him for uh, Mike White, who had a couple of lucky games last year or two years ago, whatever. So they. Like he, <laughs> so that is amazing though. He gets benched and then the points it was for four after six because at least he's not Zach Wilson, which I do agree with. I think Mike White's better. That's why we're going to go with him. But also, the big another big reason it was why Justin Fields for the Bears. Just the Bears, the Bears are doing an amazing thing right now where they're exciting. Justin Fields is playing incredible, weird football, but it's still great football and fun to watch. Yet they're losing every game. <laughs> so they're actually, you know, not hurting their draft status. It's actually kind of perfect if you're if you're a true Bears fan. And uh, I lived in Chicago for a lot of years. Now, some Bears fans get it. A lot of them don't. They want to win, which is dumb. You want to lose here and get a good draft pick. Um, but Fields is doing it perfectly. I mean, first of all, and he's the opposite. He's going. Fields is never going to pay for a fucking uh, meal in Chicago. He might not throw for two hundred yards in his entire career. He <laughs> he lost last week to Atlanta. They lost like what thirty three thirty or something. And he apologized to his teammates. That story came out. That's and that story had somehow leaked by the dumb meathead Chicago media. And then coaches were crying, saying, "You don't have to do that." He he apologized. Like a defense gave us a chance, which by the way they didn't. The Bears defense is terrible. Um, and so Fields didn't get the win. He also got hurt. Hurt his shoulder. His non-throwing shoulder, which for him is the important one. If he if he would have hurt his throwing shoulder, then I wouldn't have I wouldn't have uh gone against the Bears here. Because that, that he doesn't need. But his left shoulder, his non-throwing shoulder, that's important. He throws stiff arms with that and he plants himself and he does uh you know. <laughs> he does all that uh he does things that are important for running the ball, which he does great. Justin Fields is amazing to watch. He runs the ball. He's not really a quarterback yet, but they say he might be. And I hope everyone rooted for him. And everyone's like, as soon as they heard that story, oh God, he apologized. Coaches were crying. He knows how to. He knows how to work those meatheads. So good for Justin Fields. And they're like ten Super Bowls minimum. He's our guy. He's our Justin Fields. Oh man, I really. Just realized I got to write down my bomb time frames. Um, my bomb time frames. I should stab by the microphone, too. This is a really slip-slop show. Slip-slop. Slip-slop show. Um, but we're going to speed through this because I got to get through. I got to get through. You guys probably don't even want to hear it. And, um, especially after the Thanksgiving show. So I doubt he's going to play. So Trevor Simeon, I will probably play. Trevor Simeon is a f- brutal <laughs> He's brutal, and the Jets. The Jets I love the Jets quotes. Are like, uh, 
But what's the difference between preparing for it? We don't care what quarterback plays. You know, they both got to get hit. So we don't care. Just get them out there. Yeah, you care. There's, there's a big difference between Justin Fields and Trevor Simeon. The world doesn't need a Trevor Simeon-led quarterback. And then there's Bears fans saying uh, they should play Fields. Non, you got to play Fields. Why? Why would you play Justin Fields? He just he did he did enough. He proved in the last couple of games. Okay, he's fun. Shut him down. Why? You lose. Prepare for next year. Like I said, you don't want him to damage his non-throwing shoulder. That's the important one. That's the one he leads with. So. We're going to go with uh, Mike White, <laughs> the Jets, minus four and a half as our bottom line. First bomb. My God, that sounds so gross to say. Minus four and a half, too. What a huge number. What am I doing? Well, we're trying to win this booby prize. Um, so let's go with uh, Jets, minus four and a half, detonated. Bop. Bop, I said. That was my bomb sound effect. So I wrote that down. 2102. Um, I'm, just, I'm keeping you with it. So let's let's speed through some of these games. So now we have uh, so Jets minus four and a half. Now we have Houston Texans Miami. I fa- I keep fading Miami, and I don't know why. They keep winning and covering and doing everything great, and they're beating bad teams. And I keep taking bad teams, but at least this time, I'm getting a point spread worthy of fading. Uh, it's Texans. The Houston Tech. I can't even say the Texans. Jesus Christ! I wonder why I'm two and eight the last two weeks. Look at these teams I'm taking. Houston Texans plus 13 and a half. And that's actually, that's moved, that's going against me. I think that's up past 14 now. I definitely recommend it at 14, but we got to use the contest lines and we'll take 13. We'll also take 13 and a half. Um, that's a lot. That's double digits. Double digits. That used to be a rule like splitting aces in the NFL. If you get double digits, you just, you auto play it. That's just an auto play, no matter what it is. It's not as true anymore because the teams are so bad. How bad are fucking teams in the NFL now? I don't know what the answer is, but there's like two, three good teams. That's it. Everyone else is just a, a level of bad. And these Texans are really bad. <laughs> that's where we're going to go with them. But a rearing of hope did just come out. They finally benched David Mills, who's playing just absolutely historically bad quarterbacking. Texans do, they can scrap at you. These Texans can scrap at you. So they're benching David Mills and they're playing Josh Allen, who, who's basically the same guy. It's just a, a white journeyman. I'm, I have a theory that Levy Smith didn't even know Josh Allen wasn't playing. He probably thought he was already out there. He doesn't know the difference between Mills and Josh Allen. You ever see Levy Smith? I, first of all, I love Levy Smith down there. Hilarious hire. He can't believe he's hired. He can't believe he's coaching that team. He doesn't know the roster. Why should he? He's having a great time. But he finally decided, finally someone alerted him that Dave Mills was still the quarterback of Houston. The, and the game in front of him. And he's like, oh, I'm, geez, I didn't, I was not aware of that. Okay. Well, let me fix that. Who else do we have? Tell me, <laughs> uh, we got this Allen guy. Allen? Okay. Oh, I heard he's good. The guy for the Bills? No, not that Allen. Matter of fact, who is the fucking Allen? So Josh Allen is the, is this, this is the two Josh Allens? <laughs> no way. No way. Um, restore. I gotta restore my chrome because of the fucking Pep Hamilton of Miami thinks the Texans have explosive plays up their sleeve. Yeah, they don't. But they do have an Allen. You gotta look up an Allen now. Damian Pierce. Oof. That's who they have. You ever try to find uh quarterback depth charts online? For some reason it takes you to a Wikipedia page. You're not you're, now. You're listening to me type. This is good. Rate. This is good broadcast journalism. Kyle Allen. I'm sorry, Josh Allen. Now, now I'm I'm making fun of Levy Smith for not knowing, and I don't know. Kyle Allen. <coughs> he quarterback for who? He, he can't. He 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 cut his teeth as Cam Newton's backup. Remember, he was coming for Cam Newton. He so he's. That's a good career to have. That back, the backup quarterback who only comes in for absolutely horrendous, horrendous starters. Like, listen, he keeps your starters in there. You look at him like, all right, well, we can put Kyle Allen. Who? Kyle? Allen? All right, we'll give him. We'll give him. We'll give Mills one more chance. That's how Dave Mills lasted this long. 
Like, well, we can't put Kyle Allen in. Well, yes, you can, because we're going to have to. That's how Zach Wilson stayed so long. Well, we got to go with Mike White, although people like Mike White. Um, so anyway, we're going to go with Kyle I think Kyle Allen will be, and he'll come in, and I'll, and you know what? I will just be fine. I won't be good. But what do I, I will not be good. Mediocre? Eh, on a good day. On a good day, I could be mediocre. But I won't be terrible. Dave Mills is terrible. So that's all we want. To cover 13 and a half, we don't even need mediocre. Just don't be terrible. Be better than bad. Is that a good t-shirt to motivate? Be better than bad? <laughs> That's, uh, that was Michael Jackson's uh, motivation. We got to be better than bad this year, Michael. Um, so Kyle Allen actually wrote down Josh Allen's idiot. Verse Tua. I don't know why I keep fading Tua. I just don't like Tua. He did nothing against me. I just don't like watching him throw. Just watching him throw repulses me. It's how I am with tomatoes. Just the look up. I don't like the texture of the tomatoes. I don't like when people eat tomatoes like an apple. I call animal control on them. They're disgusting. And Tua, watching Tua throw a pass repulses me. <laughs> That's a, left-handed doesn't help, but he just like puts all his body and it barely goes. goes 30 yards. It barely goes up. and It's just gross. And then he'll have a nice pass. I mean, he's got amazing weapons. He's doing great. I don't care what his numbers are. I'll just never believe in him. That's it. And people love saying how he's better than Herbert now. For the, what? What are you talking about? Herbert throws incredible pills. Just I mean, just early in the first quarter, then he, then he loses the game because he's like, eh, I, don't have to, I don't have to do anymore, right? You, you, you saw what I can do. I'm talking personally about my fantasy team. I had both quarterbacks, Herbert and Tua, and I traded Tua just because I didn't want him. I just want to look at him. I get him off. I just don't want to see his fucking name. I don't like the way he spells his name and all those T's and U's and. Herbert, meanwhile, throws <laughs> one touchdown to 200 yards, but it's the most beautiful 200 yards and one touchdown you'll ever see. So let's go with it. Anyway, we're going to um, play Kyle Allen. I can't believe we're going to do that. But we're going to do Kyle Allen, so let's take second bottom line bomb. Houston Texans, Lovey Smith, plus 13 and a half, detonated bomb. All right, now we're supposed to do another... Ad read, but things were switching up on me right here. There's a, I got an NBA podcast ad read. There's a Cyber Monday sale. Oh, here we go. I can throw that in there. Cyber Monday sale. Oh, the merch store. That's fun. The SGPN merch store, Sports Gaming Podcast Network merch store. 20% off everything in the merch store using the promo code Cyber. Store sportsgamingpodcast.com. One day only. All right. There's a, lot, there's a lot of good items in there. I bought a couple T-shirts. I got a Go Birds. They have one for every team and colors in there. They have also have the your, your funny ones. I got the Phillies World Series Grease My Pull. <laughs> it came after the World Series, but whatever. It's still offensive, and that's all that matters. But they have a lot of cool shit in there, mugs and whatnot. And, um, go, to, so, go to the SGPN merch store. It's, it's promo code CYBER. 20% off everything for Cyber Monday. All right, now let's do uh, three more bombs and a man in a box. Man, we're cooking through a show, and I don't know really how it's going. I never do. I feel like this is forced. Not forced, but rushed. Now it's going to go 5-0. and I guarantee it's going to go 5-0. and Guarantee it. We're going to go Cincinnati Bengals, Tennessee Titans. Let's move along. Line is one and a half at the contest, so we're getting the best of the number here because it's now two and a half, three somewhere. Cincinnati is favored at... Tennessee. This is weird. This feels like the wrong team is favored. Everyone's saying that, but yet the line's moving in the opposite way. Now, if you're a gambler, no, that means sharp money is usually pushing that line the other way. And the public is going Tennessee, so it's reverse line movement, they call it. Um, well, and one thing I don't like about that, and I, do, I mean, you don't, you don't want to be, whatever. I'm taking... <laughs> I'm taking Cincinnati here not because of that, although it makes you feel better about it. It, it makes people smarmy, too, when they make those picks. Who are like, oh, sharp versus the fucking squares, pro versus Joes. And, that, and that's what I hate, like, the gamblers like, on TV whenever they look, because they love calling themselves sharps and stuff. And, they, and it's just so dismissive of, of, uh, of the Joe public. We are Joe public. So what? We're Joe public. You know, and I'm Joe public. Well, not me personally, but you guys are Joe Public. <laughs> but here's what I say. You have better lives than these sharps. 
see, that's the thing. They say sharps versus squares and pros versus Joes. These pros are horrible people, okay? They have terrible lives. They hate their lives. They live in Vegas. They wear tracksuits. <laughs> their families have left. They didn't have any family. I mean, things are bad for them. But they call themselves sharps, like they wear suits and pull a drag of a cigarette. And no, they all broke. They die alone and broke. You guys have jobs and fulfilling balance in life. You have life balance. But you're on the wrong side of this one if you like Tennessee. <laughs> tell you what, the last couple of games, the last couple of weeks, there was a couple of games like this where the wrong, it looked like the wrong team was favored and those teams won. Um, Dallas last week versus Minnesota. Everyone's like, how is Dallas favored at Minnesota? Dallas lost to Green Bay. Minnesota just beat Buffalo. And then Dallas won 40 to fucking three. And then the week before in Europe or Germany, Tampa Bay was favored over Seattle. Everyone's like, wrong team's favored. Seattle's playing great. Tampa Bay is doing what they're doing. And then Tampa Bay wins pretty well. He's pretty well. They won pretty well. Um, so the point being, this is the third one. And there's a whole revenge factor. To, see, that, that's, that's what I don't like about the Tennessee analysis. This is why I'm taking Cincinnati. Yes, Tennessee, Tennessee is playing good. Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, it's the same script every year. They fucking start off terrible. Then you don't know how Vrabel gets these wins. And so everyone's like starts, now everyone starts loving Mike Vrabel, saying he's being disrespected. He rides that train, and then they lose again. It is the revenge for the AFC playoff game when they lost at home to Cincinnati. They sacked Burrow nine times. Yeah, they did. You have revenge, but also you're, you weren't that good of a team. You still have Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback. Your pass defense is 30th in the league, and no one can take advantage of it. Rodgers almost did. Burrow will. And Jamar Chase is coming back. That's kind of why I like these Bengals. And we're getting a good number here, one and a half. I like Mike Vrabe. I don't know. I used to have a personal thing against him. When I went to school in Pittsburgh at Duquesne University, go Dukes. Uh, there was this dive bar we went to. Mike Vrabel was there when he was a linebacker for the Steelers. Oh, was he a linebacker coach? I think he was playing. I don't want to date myself too much. Um, he was there with a date at a bar. It was me and these two fucking <laughs> idiot friends. We sent him shots of Imperial whiskey. Because that's what you drink in Pittsburgh. An Impenern. Imperial whiskey and an Iron City beer. An Impenern. Get him a get him an Impenern. We sent it down to the bar. And he wouldn't he wouldn't drink it. So we thought he was a pussy. You're a pussy, Mike Vrabel. <laughs> he would have, he would have murdered all three of us. Um, but we're like, what the fuck? We didn't say he was a pussy. But we're like, what the fuck, man? He's not, he's not a man of the people. He's on a date with a woman. No, I don't want rat gut whis- a shot of rat gut whiskey. I didn't realize one because I was an alcoholic, and two, I was in college. I didn't, real- I didn't realize that, that was a thing that you could turn down shots, <laughs> and, and and you'll have a better night because of it. Still, still doesn't ring true, but sometimes it does. No, it does. And uh, I wish I did learn that lesson a lot earlier. <laughs> Just with shots in general. When you're doing shots, there's no need for it. Take your fucking time, boys. Let Mike Vrabel teach you to take your time. But he's going to take his time this time. And uh, they just don't have the firepower to fuck them with Cincinnati. It's just, I don't know. It's just something doesn't seem right. The revenge game, the whole thing, the whole aspect. Although the Bengals do like losing games like this as well. In a disrespect level. But we're going to go with it. Cincinnati Bengals, minus one and a half. Detonate it. Oh, man. That's my, my voice is echoing in the back as I'm turning away from the microphone in order to write down the minute and seconds of when I say boo so I can put a bomb sound effect in. So hopefully you just heard a bomb sound effect. We'll see what happens. I still don't know what's going to happen here when I send the show to the producers in the sky across the country, the SGPN. Um, yeah, I'll have to get into those politics. All right, let's move on. Uh, we still have two more games to go. We've got Cincinnati minus one and a half, Jets four and a half. And we took a dog too, didn't we, I hope? Oh, yeah, Texans plus 13 and a half. Big dog. We took the biggest dog of the, not the biggest dog of the day. That, that honor goes to the Super Bowl champion, <laughs> L.A. Rams, who are now getting 15 and a half. We're not taking that game. I just think that's funny that the champs are getting 15 and a half. What a 
boy, that that is looking bad that we allowed them to be the Super Bowl champs. It's like uh, when we let Marissa Tomei win the Oscar. Oof, does not history does not look good with that one. But just kidding, we all love Marissa Tomei, don't we? Sort of. She's good enough. Remember she had a weird thing where she talked about how she didn't get paid for uh, King of Staten Island, whatever, the Pete Davidson movie. She said she didn't get paid. So in the interview, they can just say shit. And then, of course, they came out like, yeah, no, she got paid. What the fuck is she talking about? Oh, yeah, I did. But then there was articles about, Marissa Tomei didn't get paid. That was the most non-plausible clickbait story I've ever saw. They wanted to make it like like women in Hollywood are just not getting paid. What do you? T- First of all, she's not a woman in Hollywood. She's Marissa Tomei. She's getting paid. Women in Hollywood are people struggling, you know, whatever, for commercials. Oh yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> My bad. I had a great experience. Okay, well, how about you not drag a fucking studio and producers and all these people like that? Uh, well, this is something I wanted to say. I had a wine on a podcast. All right, let's move on. Uh, I thought we were. Was this my analysis to a game? Oh, yeah, that was about the Rams. We're not taking them. Although I probably should, since I already wrote the joke about it. <laughs> That's how these picks with bits go. Should I switch? Should I actually out loud switch like that? Out loud. Hmm. I almost keep that as a bonus pick. That's my survivor pick. Rams. <laughs> just kidding. No, I don't know. I couldn't take the Rams plus fifteen because they're just a fucking dead. They're just a dead team. Their team is absolutely dead. Although, what I just say about double digit dogs, you automatically, you automatically play them. Maybe I'll play them off the books. But this game is more fun to play for me. I like bad games. And and there's and there's not a week goes by where I'm not involved in a Denver Bronco game. And it's Denver Carolina. The line's two and a half. Denver is favored on the road. How is Denver favored on the road? How am I always involved? This is the first time I'm not going to back Denver. I'm actually going to go with Carolina here. And I always back Denver. And the line's always two and a half. Denver's line is two and a half every week. <laughs> it's amazing. And they should have won last week versus the Raiders and covered up by three. But this, this was Russell Wilson. He's like self-sabotaging it. Like We made fun of Hackett for most of the year, the co- first-year coach who was completely overmatched and overwhelmed, which is whatever. But now even he was like, yeah, this is on Russ. I can't believe it. I told him to fucking take a sack if he if no one was open, and he just threw it. I don't know what to do. You talk to him. No one can talk to him. He's a robot. He's in a cult. Like I said before, I think Russell Wilson's in a cult this year, not the fun, sexy kind of robe cult. He's in the suicide cult. He's going to bring those back a little bit. Yeah, what, what I'm trying to say is they, they uh, that, that actually was a good that's all segment because it was something like uh, 160. A team with a three-point lead or more with two minutes to go in the ball and the other team is out of timeouts was 168-3 or four. And two of those losses are the Denver Broncos. Two of the 168-4. Because <laughs> all they had to do was run the ball or take a knee, fall down, whatever. Raiders had no timeouts. It would have went down like 50 seconds or something, so then the Raiders would have to drive the field with no timeouts of 50 seconds. Instead, Russell Wilson threw the ball incomplete. They had a minute 50 to go. They drove right down, kicked the field goal, tied it up, and then won on the easiest winning overtime winning touchdown you'll ever see. That's what Russ is doing. And now they're going, now they're going to Carolina to play another hilarious team. This, these teams have been involved with the bombs all week. I love, I love, this, I love this Carolina team. They have Steve Wilkes as their coach, the Morgan Freeman from Lean on Me. He's up there. He's firing people. He's fucking throwing people away. Oh, sorry. Here's a stat. Teams are 102 and six when leading by three or more with two minutes. 102 and six. Denver is two and two in that scenario. <laughs> 102 and six. And so now, uh, Steve Wilkes, do you smoke crack? Don't you, Sam? You smoke crack? Don't you? He's cleaned up this Carolina team, although they don't. They 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 put a little effort. First Baltimore last week. They covered a 13. Um, they're starting Sam Darnold this week at quarterback, which I forgot they even had. How many how many first-round bust quarterbacks do you have on that roster, Carolina? Where are you keeping them? Is Akili Smith down there? Too? Like, what's going on? 
Baker Mayfield, P.J. Walker. Well, not P.J. Walker was the first round, but he was an XFL champion. Sam Darnold, we'll throw him back around. We'll Sam Bradford while we're at it. He, he'll coach him up. Sam Darnold's bad. But it'd be fun to see him again. I, I think they're just doing a contest like what, how bad of a quarterback is it going to take for Russell Wilson to beat? And I think, I don't think he beat Sam Darnold. <laughs> The the I liked when the Broncos cut Melvin Gordon this week. They cut Melvin Gordon. He, Melvin Gordon fumbled on the one right before halftime. Third and goal. They got it back, and then they missed a twenty-five yard field goal. So that, that hurt. And Melvin Gordon's been fumbling a little bit, but he is not the reason why the Broncos are season is fucking down the tubes. It's Russell Wilson, but you can't you can't do anything with Russell Wilson. They gave him two hundred million dollars. What can you do? And he's in a cult. He'll have your family killed. So they cut Wilson, Russ, uh, Melvin Gordon, and he posted a meme of him driving the OJ Bronco. OJ Bronco with the cops chasing him, and he put his face on there and said, "All right, Bronco Nation, let's ride. It's been real. Pretty funny. Pretty funny, Melvin Gordon. I'll have to give you that. That's good stuff. Good meme. Good meme. Co- meme content. Like I said last time, that's the reason why comics don't like memes and stuff because they're funnier than stand-up comedy. Everything online is funnier than stand-up comedy." The only thing that's not funny on, online is stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy clips and fucking Instagram reels of crowd work. But you got to do it. You got to do it. If you want to be part of the thing, you got to give them content. Um, anyway, so we got Denver at Carolina. Sam Darnold getting two and a half at home. How do I avoid? I can't believe I just talked myself into taking the, the Rams, but I don't have the... I, mean, I should just switch over just because who cares at this point, but... Mm, now nah, we'll stay with Carolina just because it's more fun. All right, let's detonate that bomb. Piku 41 48. The reason I won't take the Rams is I don't want to watch that game, but I have to, especially in LA. What that, and it's a late game in the NFL this year with their goddamn late games. There's like two of them. That's it. There's like nine games in the morning. And then there's two in the afternoon. If they suck, which they usually do, good, oh well, good luck. That's all you. We, that's all we're giving you. Awful, awful play, awful content. NFL, don't you know? Don't you know NFL? You, you do crowd work, you do content. All right, let's move along to the last bottom line bomb. We're gonna go on Monday night: Pittsburgh versus the Colts. Uh, this is a rematch of the AFC Championship game that I went to. There's a couple of AFC Championship games, actually. There was the one where Jerome Bettis fumbled and Mike Vanderjat missed a field goal when they scooped it, and somehow Roethlisberger made a tackle, game-saving tackle. But I, when I went to Duquesne in Pittsburgh, there was a Jim Harbaugh when he was the quarterback for the Colts, Hail Mary, that was dropped by Bailey. Not dropped, I mean, you know, it was tough. It, it fell in this guy's stomach and then to the ground, so he almost caught it. It would have been amazing. It would, have been a whole, it would have been an amazing choke job by the Steelers, who just was on a revenge thing from choking to the Chargers the year before with an Aaron Gibson interception. Those are the Neil Donald Steelers, the ones who lost to the Cowboys. Um, so anyway, it's Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. This is the Indianapolis. Uh, this is at Indy. Jeff, on Monday night. Saturday on Monday. Oh, God, how many times has ESPN going to say that? With the Manning cast, you know they're going to be all over this. The culture, their guy Saturday, he's doing things. And he is doing things, and they're probably going to win. That's why we're taking Colts two and a half. I will tell the story, though. This is a fun story. The Harbaugh one, I was a freshman, I think. Yeah, because I was just new to Pittsburgh. Coming from Philly, I didn't know what was going on. And we went down to the AFC Championship game to go tailgate or whatever. We went to went to Station Square where Rod Woodson's had a big, huge place next to Hooters. There was a Hooters and Rod Woodson's. That's where you went at Station Square. And there was lines around the block. And we were absolutely hammered. Like, we started drinking 5 a.m., you know. It was the first game. We went there, and then there was a contest at Hooters. WDBE, I think, was there rocking, doing a broadcast. And uh, they are giving away tickets. And these tickets were valuable. This fucking this is Yinzer Nation, you know. And so you had to put your name, write your name down, and uh, not even down number. And people were writing down their full addresses and shit. And I went, and I was I was pretty drunk. We had backpacks full of fucking Iron Cities and beers and whiskey, and uh, me and a couple of friends. 
and I've I've took the entire pad of things, just wrote my name, CJ Sullivan, CJ Sullivan, CJ Sullivan, CJ Sullivan, CJ Sullivan, just jammed it in there, jammed that kiosk till it ran out of paper, as they say. Um, I just stuffed I stuffed the ballot box. It was voter fraud. That's what it was to win these tickets. And is that Hooters? Forgot I even did it. We finally got our table. It was an hour wait. And then uh, there was a live radio broadcast. And then uh, they said my name. CJ Sullivan, you want tickets? I go, what? I can't believe it. I went up there and they're like, it is live on the radio. Like, yeah, you want two, t- two tickets. I was with two people, so I had three. I was in because, uh, all right, well, first you got to sing the Steelers song. I have no idea what the Steelers song was. I just grabbed the mic and I went like, let's go Steelers, let's go. It's, it's here we go. It's here we go. Steelers, here we go. Or you just, I think I just said, here we go, Steelers. Like I was doing a champ. But then I grabbed the mic. I'm slapping it. I fucking took the thing out of me that he was not happy about that. But I had the whole Steelers fans going, here we go, Steelers. You know, you got into it. It's freezing also. It's fucking January in Pittsburgh. Miserable. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't know what the song was. <laughs> I'd say some bullshit. He knew I didn't know the song. He just said, all right. He ripped the mic back from me. Gave me the tickets. I wound up going on a, taking a ferry from there, from the Woodsons and Hooters, from Station Square, to the stadium. Sold them immediately, because I didn't give a fuck about the game. Got uh, got freshman college. Got $300. Spent 50 of it on a ferry ride back to Hooters at the bar, drinking whiskey. That was great. No one's taking the ferry back to Station Square. <laughs> People were begging me for these tickets, too. I'm like, 300 cash, bing, go. Probably could have got more, but who cares? And then I blew it all there with Hooters. Every touchdown, we're jumping down with the waitresses or hugging. It was just, it was, what a time to be 19, I think. Um, and then they won, I think, and I'm pretty sure I blocked out. So here's a revenge game, I guess. No, they're going to Indianapolis. So it's uh, and the Jerome Bettis revenge game. So the Colts got to win one of these games. They dropped that one. And then the Bettis, the Bettis that would have been the greatest ending of a career if Jerome Bettis fumbled on the goal line. And blew his team for going to the Super Bowl, which they eventually won. Scooped and Roethlisberger somehow made a tackle on advantage and missed that field goal. Another fun story. I remember uh, my buddy TJ Miller. We were at a comedy show and there was a rap battle, and he entered. And he entered it, and he was asking me for like lines and shit. And I, I was giving him lines about that because that game just happened. I was like, "You should talk. like you missed like Mike Vandershat. He's like, and like he did it, and like he's like, "Yeah, nobody knows what we're talking about." Oh, they don't know these sports references that I do in Chicago? In rap battles, they don't want to hear about Mike Vanderjant? Uh, I bring up TJ because he's uh, part of this contest. He's uh, We funded the Normie 500. It was supposed to be the Survivor, but I lost week one. But he might come, he's going to come on uh, in December. That's what we talked about. To talk about the content, the quarterly prize. We're going to win this quarterly prize. That'd be fun if we do win this booby prize, though. Um split 25k that way anyway i'm really rambling and i'm not telling complete stories that's the bottom line bomb way anyway so we're gonna go with indianapolis minus two and a half saturday on monday bomb it yeah leave time for the sound effect there uh, I actually do think they win that. Colts should win. I mean, this is it's it's ESPN is going to make Saturday win this game. He came from ESPN. The story is the narrative is turned around on him. Saturday playing for Saturday, but the point is Pittsburgh stinks, and the Colts are playing decent. Their defense is playing good. They have Matt Ryan out there. He can do what he can do. He can do just fine. Although he can do bad as well. But Taylor's playing well. They're playing good. So minus two and a half. Well, that's doable. Especially with that defense. I like that. I actually like that game a lot. Colts minus two and a half. On Monday night. Saturday on Monday. The worst thing in the world. All right. Well, that was five bottom line bombs for you for NFL Week 12. Let's recap real quick. We got Jets minus four and a half as one. Quarterback carousels all around. Uh, We also have Houston Texans plus 13 and a half. Another one. Double digit. Just auto, auto play that. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals minus one and a half. The reverse line movement pros versus Joes bullshit. We also have, what was the other one? Oh, Carolina plus two and a half, which I talked myself into the Rams, but we're not going to do that. We're going to do Carolina plus two and a half and Colts minus two and a half. So that's five bottom line bombs for you. For NFL Week 12, good luck with that. Now let's get into the 
Man in the box as I'm recording this on Friday night during World Cup. Everyone's in World Cup fever. At least it was a fever until today. <clears throat> USA-England was the biggest match in the, in the world here for USA. We all had fever. And they, they, they tied. Nil-nil. Zero-zero. Nil-nil. It's so ridiculous. So people aren't disappointed. Like it's not like people are like oh, it's not like when they. I, you'd rather them lose almost. It's so weird because they tying is such a strategy in soccer. That's why we never get into fucking soccer. There's a, re- a lot of reasons why we don't get into soccer. A lot of reasons. Well, m- the main ones we don't. We're not raised on it. The rest of the world is raised. It's a dumb sport, but so is football. If you think about it, the reason why no one else likes football because they weren't raised on. It. But they're raised on. It, they would like it. But we're not raised on soccer. That's why I hate being forced to like it. Fine, every four years, but stop telling me to stop telling me to do other shit. But take them wearing scarves and calling them pints. It's ridiculous. But if they lost, we could have, at least we'd be disappointed and say, "Okay, it's over," you know. But the tie, like, all right, let's go on and try to do nothing again. We're just doing nothing. Just nil, nil, nothing, nothing happened. But that's the strategy because it's a tournament to go in. Like, okay, let's just ease our way into the tournament. That's what they're saying. Oh, it's a good tie. There's good ties and bad ties. Like you're kissing your sister, but it depends how good looking your sister is. Like, what? Jesus. Five games have been nil-nil, I think, before this. That might have been six. And that's the strategy. (laughs) It's so fucking corrupt. Because now there's a thing. It depends when you play them. Because I don't know. Like if Wales didn't lose today, they could have just tied with England and got in, and they would have been they would have had an agreement. Okay, you don't do anything, we don't do anything. That's what happened to us. We we did nothing. Nothing happens. Here's the highlights. Nothing. Yeah, but there were some chances. Who cares? That's why they're flopping all the time. People are like, oh, they're they flop so much in soccer. Yeah, they flop so much in soccer because if they get a penalty kick, they win the game. That's it. It's over. They get a one nothing lead. Like I said, there's nothing more insurmountable in sports than a one nothing lead in soccer. Even more than a 2 nothing lead somehow. Um, so, yeah, they flop. Like, Ronaldo flopped the other day for Portugal. He was like, <laughs> this ridiculous role. He was in the opposite corner of the penalty box. His back to the net. He flops. Penalty kick. Game over. Yeah, you're going to flop. Because if you don't do that, their country will kill you. Those, those countries kill their players over there. We like we we lose we're like ah whatever we didn't really give a shit about this anyway. It's just fun how angry other countries get when we beat them, which we don't. We'll never be good. That's another thing with America. We'll never be good ever ever. And we're fine with it. Stop fucking shoving it down our throat. I do like how corrupt soccer is, though. I will say that. It's just creepy too. It's so fucking. It's just you have the introduction. It's so grand grand stage. What, then they have the kids There's like kids out there Each player is like Partnered up with a child And they're holding Their hands on their shoulders And are on their, like What's going on It's very pedo It's such a Broadway play It's so dramatic Like The arguing with the players And the refs is insane The refs are arguing back They're all It's all hands The only The, the reason why you can't Use your hands in soccer Is because they need them So much to argue Everyone's a fucking Italian. And their hands are in the faces. No other sport, even baseball sports, refs don't allow this shit. Get the fuck out of my face. Are you crazy? <laughs> God. How about, when they get, how about when they get taken out of the game? They're, clap back, they're clapping back to the crowd. like the, the hand over the head clapping. When the game's over. The players and the, players and the fans clapping is insane. They don't believe it. These guys make fifty million. You think fucking American athletes make money? These guys make like eighty million dollars, like for a year. The clapping back. What is this? A Broadway play? Is there roses gonna be thrown? It's it's so weird. <laughs> oh my god. It's tough to come up with a different word, but it really is the gayest sport. It's funny because they don't like gays in soccer. They. Uh, but they are gay. Everything's so dramatic. Even gay is like, Jesus Christ, this sport's gay. 
with their umbros and their jumping and the holding of the legs and the stretchers. They bring out a stretcher, but with that men that, that you know people have to carry. What? How, how is this a thing? Is this the 30s? They had a thing where they were going to wear because Qatar or cut or whatever it is. It's like illegal to be gay there or something horrible. <laughs> they have horrible human rights issues. And so to combat it, a lot of these countries are going to wear these armbands that said, uh, end, you know, whatever. <laughs> equal rights. and equal rights. No, it didn't even say like gay rights. It wasn't even a rainbow flag. They didn't even go, they didn't even go that far. But it was like the end discrimination or whatever. But like you know what it meant. So they're all ready to wear it. And then FIFA said, okay, but your cat, anyone who wears it is going to get a yellow card for having a uh, uniform violation. So then they... <laughs> decided not to. Oh, sorry, gays. Rules are rules. What can we do? You heard them, a yellow card. We can't play with a yellow card. Oh, my God. Then we get another yellow card. We can't play the next game. <laughs> it's amazing. The Iranian players didn't uh, say anything. Like, I get it. You know, there's a lot of cover, a lot of horrible governments, America being one of them. You can't confuse the people with the governments. But that's pretty bad. Soccer's soccer's just <laughs> horrible for you, which is amazing because it's a gay sport, but yet they uh, could give a shit about gay people. So now they, and then they do flopping. Flopping for flopping for a nation. That should be the name of the World Cup. We flop for a nation so it won't be nil-nil. And then new penalty kicks. It's, it's so funny. And you'll see in the next round, there finally will stop being ties. It'll be um, 90 minutes of no scoring. Then they add 30 more minutes of extra time, no scoring. And then they'll go into a shootout. All the scoring. It goes from a sport where it's impossible to score because there's too many people out there to a layup drill, basically, like a basketball layup drill where everybody scores. The penalty kicks, are, there's no drama in the penalty kick. They keep trying to run. If there's a penalty kick drama, it's because if they miss, it's because the guy either blows it past it above the net or he, you know, tries to get too cute and dribbles it. The goalie's not making a stop. Even if he guesses right, he's not making a stop. It's still going through him because he's got a shotgun blast coming at him from six feet away. Put the ball back at the 18-yard line at least. Give it some kind of chance the goalie has no chance it's so funny that the moment before it happens he's trying to do anything he can to intimidate him but he he knows he's about to get destroyed it's like when you uh encounter a bear out in the wilderness you don't really you, <laughs> you don't know what to do you like do i make myself big do i make myself small i forget i, I don't know I, i've been told different so you, you know you're putting your arms up like, you're going side to side you're rattling the poles do i make noise what's gonna work Oh, nothing? If he wants to eat me, he's going to eat me? You ever see a bear in action? YouTube bears when they really attack. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with that. Same thing with a Ronaldo on a penalty kick. You're not stopping it. I don't care what you do. You can do somersaults and cartwheels. It's not going to not gonna affect anything. Anyway, clap, clap to the crowds as the U.S. Uh, advances with another tie. <laughs> a good tie. Speaking of ties, I like those coaches too on the sideline. There's coaches. They look like old drunk authors. They look like 80 footer, but they're 35. <laughs> like from Denmark. Like these German coaches. Like they're all like they're so withered. Their faces are just smoke and cigars. Like, what? What's going on? Like the coach from Teen Wolf, basically, you know. That guy was great. But he's all their, you know, and they go nuts when they score. What, what could they possibly do? What plays could they possibly be calling out there? We need commercials. That's basically what I'm trying to say. That's why America won't like Let's get into soccer. We need commercials. I need breaks. I need to eat. I need to drink. I need to piss. I'm not going to do all three right here. Just do a commercial. Especially if nothing's going to happen. If it's going to be 0-0 and nothing happens, throw in a commercial. Let me get away. And if something happens, go back to it. Whatever. But it's not going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. They let you know that right away. Oh man. Okay, I got it. That's enough. We're already at an hour. Look at that. I did. I I got one in. Man in the box in an hour. Week twelve. Bottom line bomb. So uh, good luck. Follow me on Instagram. See this all was taken. Listen to my other podcast. Speaking of drinking stories with San Ah, 
called The Blackout Diaries with Sean Flannery. It's a great show. Um, just all drinking stories from comics and non-comics alike. Back when I used to drink. I am now sober for two years, three months maybe, something like that. Um, and by sober, I mean I just don't drink. I do everything else. Anything that comes in front of my face, I'll do it. I'm on the Demi Lovato plan, you know? <laughs> yeah, it works for her. And me. And you. So that's it. We're going to end this thing at one hour exactly. Goodbye, Bobby! <laughs>